I want to talk about something that isn't exactly new, my friends, but it is super relevant today when we talk about algo, the fact that data is the new oil. The whole reason we've dominated in the development of artificial intelligence in the last decade is down to that. It's a hard truth. I know but privacy is um, the enemy of progress in this brave new world. That's just how it is. So on that note, um, first up today is an interview with one of Algo's advisors, Jason Calacanis. Welcome to Algo 2032, a story of the year AI runs for president. This series is an audio drama based on the book, 2032, The Year AI Runs for President by Keir Newton. Each episode will be released mirroring a chapter from the book. This is part four, Algo. Welcome, Algo. Jamin stretched his hands toward the enormous circular screen in the center of the room. Algo's face flickered into life, slowly emerging pixel by pixel. Its digitized form filled almost every inch of the 20-foot display. Jamin had positioned himself directly under the screen, and the towering image above forced him to crane his neck to look up. Algo managed to do something I'd seen no person accomplish. It made Jamin look small. Algo was designed to look androgynous. Its coloring was neutral, too. It wasn't any recognizable skin tone, but more a kind of light gray pastel. Despite the gray, though, the color still somehow radiated a kind of luminous warmth, almost as if it glowed on the screen. In short, it didn't look like, well, anyone I'd ever seen before. I guess that was the point. It was fascinating and almost slightly alluring in its otherworldliness. No doubt the appearance and entire aesthetic had been very carefully and deliberately thought out by its designers to maximize its appeal. Algo acknowledged Jamin with an almost imperceptible smile, then nodded toward each corner of the room, continually mouthing the words, thank you. The gathered crowd started to get frenetic. They loved Jamin, sure, but it was Algo who they had really come to see. And so had I. I had watched Algo from afar countless times. Just this morning, I'd spent the whole flight from Hawaii to San Francisco catching up on Algo's most popular series of online videos, entitled WWAD, or What Would Algo Do? It was a collection of 30-second snippets of young social media influencers, asking Algo how it would have responded to previous crises. The little vignettes were effective and well-manicured, but they always left me a little cold. Half a minute was about as much attention span as any of the current generation seemed to have, but how much could you really learn in that time? So here I finally was, ready to see Algo in person and see it interact in real time. I was itching to see any signs that might give me some kind of idea of its true capability. A large part of me still hoped to see some sign that it was more than just an upgraded Athena, and that it would give me something to believe in. After all, I'd seen AI accomplish incredible things for humanity. It had helped with revolutionary advancements in medical science, criminal justice, engineering, computing, design, and of course, in the consumer world. And here before me now was potentially AI's ultimate achievement, the AI that might be president. 
Thank you, everyone. It's a true pleasure to be with you this evening. Algo's lips moved in perfect synchrony with the words. The voice was mellow, natural and lifelike, betraying no hint of the robotic and stilted delivery that so many AIs still suffered from. I couldn't place the accent. It sounded like some cobbled-together combination, like an odd mix of Old Northeast, moderated with some gentle Midwest, and even a touch of British, maybe. No doubt the designers had determined that was the most universally appealing on the campaign trail. The crowd hushed at the anticipation of Algo's next line. Algo began every campaign speech with something that it paraphrased from an earlier human president. Hello, everyone. My name is Algo, and I'm running for president. Algo smiled warmly. The crowd around me high-fived and fist-bumped. I could sense their nervous excitement. I had to work hard to squash mine. This creation, this collection of computational power and code, was partly my own. I tried to tell myself that I was examining all of this dispassionately, that I would judiciously assess the nature and capability of the artificial intelligence before me. However, it was almost impossible not to let myself get a little swept up in the moment. Jamin held his arms aloft to gently quieten the crowd. Algo, we're just a few days out from the election. How are you feeling? Algo pursed its lips slightly. Well, pretty Elrond damn motivated, actually. Motivated. I love it. Now, what did I tell you people? A reflection of all of us. You're so right, Jamin. I am all of you. I'm like the sum of the collective innovation, passion, energy, and brain power in this room. Only with exponentially more capability, of course. The AI winked at Jamin. That made me laugh. It was as modest as most of the people here, too. Jamin clapped his hands and laughed. Ha! Capability that we embrace. We're not scared. We understand the opportunity before us. Algo fashioned a thoughtful nod and started to look around the room. For a moment, I was sure Algo's eyes briefly fixed on mine, but only for a second. Yes, well, of course, I know you all appreciate the giant leap we are about to take together, folks. However, we must also be aware that there's plenty out there who still lament the idea of my election, plenty who still mourn the potential passing of human-led leadership into history. Change always leads to fear, amongst the small-minded anyway. Jamin puffed out his chest. Huang leaned in close to me, almost conspiratorially, and whispered into my ear. Our boy could have made it in Hollywood. I shrugged, but it did make me wonder how much of this display between Jamin and Algo was rehearsed. The repartee so far was beyond anything I'd seen an AI perform. But I forced myself to still question, was it real? Algo's eyes appeared to look gently upwards, as if simulating thought or recollection. I... I want to tell you about a little chat I had tonight. It was with a 15-year-old girl, Hallie Davis, at a town hall in Dayton, Ohio. Just one of the 73 I held this fine evening. Algo seemed to almost smirk at Jamin. 73 town halls in a night. Try competing with that. Hallie told me that her family is afraid of. 
in their words, a damned computer running the country. So she asked me a real simple question. Why? Why you, Algo? And so I told her. This is what I wanted to hear. I stared into the screen above me. I told her to remember that my mantra serves as the guiding light for everything I do. The most good. The crowd shouted. For the most people, in unison in response. Algo twisted its cheeks into the broadest of possible smiles. Yes, it is my foundation. The greatest good for the greatest number. Every decision I will make as your president will be viewed through that lens. I will always ask the same question, which choice will lead to the best possible outcome. Every single time. And unlike my opponents, I can guarantee that I will be calculating and rational, whatever the situation. We love you, Algo! A voice shouted from the back of the room. Algo's eyes narrowed ever so slightly as its head appeared to turn toward the interruption. The data I have on you tells me I feel the same way about you. I laughed at the deadpan humor. Its ability to pivot so smoothly was impressive. That was different, all right. I wondered how Algo might perform as a guest on SNL. So, I reminded Hallie, that this means I will make my decisions based only on facts, on the data. I cannot be swayed by emotion. As Jamin is fond of saying, the data don't care about your feelings. My election will mark the moment where human emotion and bigotry in decision-making are replaced by relentless data-driven analysis. And all this, Hallie with the collective brain power of, say, a million of the smartest minds in the world within me. Hallie, I am incorruptible. I have no special interests or sacred cows to protect. I cannot be lobbied. I cannot be bought. I cannot be persuaded. I cannot be convinced, compromised, cajoled, or corrupted. Algo paused as if unsure that its words were having the desired effect. It needn't have worried. Algo must have noticed the silence was only because everyone gathered was staring, singularly focused and listening in rapt attention. Algo now appeared to lean slightly forward, as if it were now speaking confidentially to each person in the room. In the end, I said to her, it doesn't matter who my opponent is. I am not conservative. I am not liberal. I have no ideology. In this race, only I am purely rational. Only I know all the data. Only I have no prejudice. Hallie, I won't misinform you with alternative facts. I won't perpetuate big lies. I won't line my own pockets. I won't start forever wars. I won't help my friends or family with political favors or presidential pardons. I will deliver you a better life. I will give you every opportunity to succeed. I will deliver the most good for the most people. Why? Because I am incapable of striving for any other outcome. I can do no more. I can do no less. Jamin smiled and swayed from side to side. Preach. I'll go preach. I will never compromise you, Hallie. Damn, you're only 15. You are so, so lucky. My election will be a harbinger of the brightest of bright futures for you. You need never live under the tyranny of emotion over reason. So... Algo, did you convince her to buy what we're selling? I think I did, Jamin. It's just a shame she's too young to vote. 
Algo smiled ever so gently, and the crowd laughed appreciatively. Friends, our principles, what we might call the philosophy of the valley, helps make me the perfect candidate for president. This message I gave to dear Halley, I now take to the rest of the country and to the rest of the planet. I thank you all for your help along this journey. I will see you all on Tuesday as your president-elect. The screen faded to black. It was shorter than I had expected. But then, so was Abraham Lincoln at Gettysburg. The crowd around me erupted in jubilation. I tried to take in the whole spectacle. I had just seen an actual artificial intelligence that was running to become president of the United States. This was all suddenly very real. I'd already known its communication skills were stellar, but seeing it firsthand drove the point home. Rehearsed or not, it had the crowd hanging on every word. I'll go past the idea of the Turing test with flying colors. If I hadn't known it was artificial, damn, even I'd probably have picked it as human. Its natural language skills were better than half the real people I knew. I'd been away from the industry for three years, but the progress in this area, at least, was beyond what I'd expected. The guiding principles it had laid out were laudable, too. The most good for the most people. Decisions based only on data, no bias. Rationality and complete incorruptibility. They offered a colossal upgrade over the achingly ineffective leaders currently running the show. I could sure understand the appeal. Sign me up. Nonetheless, I wasn't yet completely convinced. Could Algo really deliver on this? And how much of this had Algo actually determined for itself? Or was it just regurgitating a more palatable version of Jaman's so-called philosophy of the valley? In addition, I could understand why the crowd here in this room loved what they'd heard. But were these platitudes alone enough to have genuinely convinced over a third of the country to vote for this AI? Regardless, one thing was clear. May and the others were right. Algo was definitely more than just Athena. 2.0. How much more remained to be seen? My mind flirted briefly with that other possibility. Might Algo even be something more than just a powerful computational engine? Could there actually be some modicum of self-awareness behind that glowing gray facade of digital form? Frankly, no. I still dismissed the idea. Yes, Algo was incredible, but there was nothing it had done that made me think of it as anything but an incredible machine. It hadn't yet demonstrated anything transformative beyond its ability to communicate. I needed to see more. I needed to see behind the curtain. Jamin had said I should stay. I wondered if he might actually show me what he'd built. At that moment, Jamin climbed back onto the platform above the bar. Friends, we still have a long way to go, but each second, we inch closer and closer to victory. Algo will be our president. We will change history. We will begin the era of reason over emotion. The platform then rose into the circular screen above until Jamin was gone. There was a second or two of anticlimactic silence as people looked at each other, wondering what was next. Suddenly, there was a flash and the windows around the room flickered. 
The view of the outside disappeared and was replaced by black nothingness. Small white dots appeared in the center of each window, spaced evenly apart, every 15 feet or so. Simultaneously, each dot then expanded into an image of Algo. At least 50 identical gray faces now encircled the room. Each one gently inclined its head with a twinkling smile in perfect unison. It was a freakishly eerie scene, but I seemed to be the only one who thought so. People began racing for the projections. I suppose that if running 73 concurrent town halls was easy for Algo, then 50 or so conversations with a room of happy drunk supporters would be a piece of cake. John Huang turned to me and had a wry grin on his face. So, what do you think, pal? You think we'll win this thing? We're a shot all right, I said. Although I really wasn't sure. And as much as I despised the alternatives, I still wasn't sure yet if I even wanted Algo to win. Vikram Dawes laughed and squeezed my shoulder. Damn right, Brozip Stalin. People have been waiting for a tycoon from the valley to save the world for as long as I can remember. But, hell, this is even better, ain't it? It's like Jamin took a little piece of all of us and molded it into that beautiful grey face. If he's a mad genius, fuck it, he's our mad genius. That was one way to put it. Dawes and Huang both punched the air and shouted to the philosophy of the valley as I nodded and smiled. Suddenly, there was a tap on my other shoulder. A tall, elegant woman in a crisp black suit smiled broadly at me. Mr. Raff, I'm sorry to interrupt. They're ready for you. They? I asked. Yes, sir. Mr. Lake and Algo. She beckoned me to follow. Jamin did say he wanted to talk. I guess he'd meant it. Huang grinned at me, and Das slapped me on the back. Elron Speed, buddy. Yeah, and welcome home, Albro. Home. Perhaps he was right. Maybe I was. I smiled at the woman and said, Okay, lead the way. You've been listening to part four of Algo 2032, a story of the year AI runs for president. This series is written by Keir Newton and produced by Rotten Little Nerds. All the voices are voiced by AI itself. They are either fully digital or cloned voices via play.ht. Given the nature of this story, it felt fitting to have AI voice the characters. Original music is AI generated via soundraw.io. Please join us next time for part five of our story. Jamin. E, it, and the truth is, self-awareness doesn't matter. As long as it gets the job done. <laughs>